name is Anna Marie Boyd, and you are listening to Moved by Grace Counseling Radio. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Anna Boyd, licensed professional counselor, registered drama therapist, registered yoga teacher, and PhD candidate in mind-body medicine with a specialization in integrative mental health. This podcast will supply nuggets of information regarding innovative and somatic approaches to mental health treatment. In just 10 minutes an episode, you will learn about topics such as creative therapies, neuroscience, play, mind-body connection, and alternative approaches to psychotherapy. So without further ado, we are going to jump right into the topic of the day. The topic for today is weightlifting and resistance training for improved mental health. So I'm just going to go ahead and assume that the majority of us have heard, whether it's from our primary care physician, society, culture, social media, the news, that physical exercise is good when it comes to caring for our physiological self and our bodies. But for today's episode, we're going to focus on shedding light on the psychological benefits of exercise, more specifically strength and resistance training. Um, cardiovascular exercise is just as important. According to a lot of the research, there's not a huge difference in the benefits of strength training and cardiovascular exercise. But because my background's in uh, weight training, that is what we're going to focus on. There's a lot of resources and books on running for mental health and um, kayaking for mental health, but today we're going to focus on um, lifting weights. So the two obvious interventions for generally improving mental health include psychopharmacology, medications, right, and traditional psychotherapy. One or the other, it's best when you have both of them. At my personal private practice, Moved by Grace, I believe in the power of movement so deeply, it's actually, it informed the name of my practice, and it's usually integrated into treatment and the therapeutic interventions that I use with my clients. So just to give you some context, personally, I've oscillated between many different approaches to physical activity throughout my life and my training to become a therapist too. I started out in musical theater, dance, I've competed in multiple bodybuilding competitions, I've trained in CrossFit, I've worked as a NASM certified personal trainer while I was in grad school, received my yoga teacher certification, and now personally I enjoy aerial and circus arts as well as traditional strength training, weightlifting, yoga, a little bit of everything. I just love movement and I love walks. That's it. That's a huge one as well. Um, so now I do a lot of like compound movements in the gym and accessory work. So having experienced a range of different options, I kept coming back to a recurring theme. Movement felt good. Movement changed my mood. Uh, weightlifting was challenging, right? It promoted community. There were people around me at the gym that I got to know. Um, it improved my self-esteem. I felt better about myself. It reduced my daily cortisol levels. It was a space for me to forget about all of the stresses of my life and just focus on my goals. Um, and it really made me want to understand the science behind what I was experiencing. What I was experiencing. 
Uh, so just to make this information as concise and digestible as possible, I just want to break this down into three simple parts. A, the physical, biological benefits of physical activity, a lot from which I've already listed of exercise and weightlifting. B, the psychological benefits. And then C, just some ways for you to maybe get started and resources to help guide you. So just to start with the physical, we're gonna tap into the neuroscience just briefly. So I'm gonna shoot this term out at you, neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity refers to the brain's ability to rewire, adapt to new habits, and change toxic thinking by strengthening chosen, chosen is a key word here, neural pathways. So with strength and resistance training specifically, you cultivate strength by engaging in a series of reps or repetitions with different weights to break down your muscle and then rest and then allow it to repair and rebuild even stronger than you were before. This is targeted specifically through repetition, which is a similar process to rewiring and eliminating toxic thinking and thought errors. Um, a lot of CBT or cognitive cognitive behavioral therapy here. Um, so I want to introduce you to one of um, my favorite researchers, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Um, she is a cognitive neuroscientist with a PhD in communication pathology, specializing in neuropsychology. I know that was kind of a mouthful, uh, but since the early 18. At 1880s, <laughs> 1980s, she has studied and researched the mind-body connection, the mind-brain connection. Uh, during her years in clinical practice as a communication pathologist, she developed several tools and processes that help people develop and change their thinking and their subsequent behavior. So her scientific science of thought techniques have transformed lives and definitely transformed my life. A book that I cannot recommend enough. It, it probably is one of my favorite books, um, was written by Dr. Caroline Leaf. Um, and it's all about rewire. It's called switch on your brain. Um, go order it on Amazon right now. There's also a workbook that's amazing, uh, but it goes into the neuroscience of, uh, eliminating and changing your thought process. Uh, for a long time, I didn't realize that was something you could actually change your belief systems, even ones that you grew up learning. Um, so I just wanted to read this quote by her. It says, thoughts are real and physical, thing, physical things that occupy mental real estate. Moment by moment, you are changing the structure of your brain through your thinking. When we hope it is an activity of the mind that changes literally changes the structure of your brain in a positive and normal direction. Um, so I say that because aerobic exercise, exercise in general, strengthens your hippocampus. It literally strengthens the structures of your brain to support your brain functioning. Uh, studies show that resistance training can significantly improve depressive symptoms, acting as a natural antidepressant agent. Um, exercise and strength training can be prescribed to people um, to improve their their physical state uh, their bone density that's a big one with uh, can ward off osteoporosis it can also strengthen your heart which is also a muscle um, there's another book that I love called the power of habit and the power of habit Charles uh, Depogue, I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong, asserts this concept of keystone habits that when practiced, developed, and applied. 
that's, I'm just going to reiterate that, practice developed and applied can influence change and promote well-being. So we could get into an entire discussion regarding the states of change, which is just fascinating to know. It's really monumental in acknowledging where you are in your struggle with the application of new habits, right? We can all think, yeah, exercise would be great, but the process of actually doing it, that's harder to get to, especially if you're experiencing depression. Um, So with that being said, asserting these new habits can grow your confidence. Um, It can also grow your assertiveness, your conflict resolution skills. Um, That's getting into more of like the psychological benefits. I'm sorry, this is a little disorganized, but going back to the physical benefits, you're going to get better sleep, right? You're going to be more energized and attentive during the day. And your body naturally produces hormones, right? Serotonin, endorphins, and then a protein known as brain-derived neurotropic factor. Uh, Ramping up your heart rate is going to promote an increased flow of blood and oxygen to your brain. Your brain is a muscle just like any other muscle in your body, right? Um, So those are just a few of the physical and psychological benefits of engaging in exercise. Now, since we only have 10 minutes, I am now going to hand it off to, this all sounds great, right? Um, And if you struggle with getting started, the states of change can be really difficult. Uh, difficult can be really helpful to refer back to. I'm just going to give you a few different types of uh, strength and resistance training to look into, maybe do your own research, and then a few resources, a few uh, different leaders that I like in this field. So when I think about what type of exercise to prescribe to people or my friends or my clients, my training in yoga and psychotherapy really points me back to some really important questions. What looks interesting or appealing to you? What do you want to do? What do you want to try? What have you always thought looked cool? Now, it's really important to address what you do and do not want to try and right? When fear is holding you back from trying. So whether it is CrossFit, powerlifting, Olympic lifting, calisthenics, or really any form of movement, even cardiovascular, like cycling, whatever it is, identify what that modality is, and then identify what's getting in the way of you engaging with your area of interest. And what, um, are excuses and what's your reality? Is it finances? Is it time? Is it your priorities? Um, Just start to identify that journey. Uh, Just to give you some resources of some, I guess they're influencers, uh, people that I like in the fitness industry that really talk about their mental health and really normalize that conversation. Um, The first person that comes to mind, her in, her name is Sarah Moores. Her Instagram is at the Sarah Moores. Um, she has gone on an incredible journey of battling uh, severe anxiety and uh, psychological seizure issues through weight training. Um, she, I think, lost 160 pounds in one year. That was like her her first story. But she's just incredible when it comes to normalizing mental health. Talking about uh, just strength training and really just the all bodies movement. She's amazing. Um, Emily Duncan is a bodybuilder that I really 
value her podcast a lot. She has a lot of science, a lot of um, really practical knowledge and ways to get into training. Uh, Katie Corio, her Instagram is called Cute Katie Bug. Really incredible women's empowerment, um, holistic uh, coach, nutrition and strength coach. And then former Miss Olympia, Courtney King is another person that I really, really love um, and admire and really talks about her um, mental challenges as well. And also how sometimes exercise can be pathological too, right? Like we can over-exercise rather than uh, just trying to get into it. That's a whole nother discussion. So those are just a few resources. Um, That will wrap up our podcast for the day. As always, thank you so much for being a listener and tune in for our next episode, uh, which will air next Monday. So I'm just going to try to keep that consistent schedule with Mondays. Um, If you have any questions, feel free to always reach out. I am happy to talk to you um, and engage in conversation. And next week's episode will be focused on what's called the polyvagal theory and our nervous system. So I hope to see you then.